Welcome to Small Business Celebration. We're continuing our series on small business sustainability. And our guest this week, well, he is going to guide us on how to truck along so that we can get the breakthrough our business needs. This is Small Business Celebration. Welcome, where we're celebrating small businesses for big breakthroughs. Welcome to Small Business Celebration, where we're celebrating the big breakthroughs of small business owners so that you can too. And our guest this week is Jackie Tuck, the co-owner of DTX Inc. Welcome to Small Business Celebration. Thank you, Michael. For visionaries who don't know who you are, who are you and what is it that you do? My name is uh, Jaggy Tut and uh, I do handle the transportation business and uh, shop business and brokerage business. Now the reason we're talking with Jaggy today is that logistics is a big part of running a small business. You have to be able to get product from one point to another. But the question that I get from a lot of visioneers is, who do I call? And one of the reasons we're talking with Jaggy today is because his company works in a very niche market for a very important reason. And for visionaries who aren't familiar with DTX, what kinds of things do you guys transport? We transport all frozen goods. Mm. We transport all perishable items like strawberries, blueberries, cherries, even we uh, transfer almonds. You know, everything, whatever produce related, what you see in the grocery in Albertsons, Wands, you see in Whole Food, right. all these places, you know, that's what we uh, transfer. You've had to go through and, and specialize your trailers for this specific industry. What have you done to be able to do that? For the trailer, we have to be refrigerator trailers. Mm -hmm. It has to be maintained proper. Mm -hmm. It has to, those trailers has to be all the time inspected. Mm. So they can be clean and they can be like, you know, uh, temperature, right. you know, because all the commodities we haul is temperature sensitive. And the hotter it gets in the San Joaquin Valley, the, the harder the air conditioner works. Yes. <laughs> what are some of the tolerances that your trailers keep the refrigerator product within? It's a tolerance of maybe like two degrees. Really? Or three degrees, that's it. Wow. If you put temperature like 36 or 40 on cherries, mm -hmm. it will get bruised with the hot. Really? Sometimes you see apple in the market, Yeah. there's a dotted or bruised, uh -huh. that's the reason. So if you go to the supermarket and you pull out an apple or a banana and they're all bruised the same way. Yeah. It's because they were transported poorly. Poorly, yes. Why did you choose this particular niche market to go into? Because my when I came to United States uh -huh. and my uncles were in the same business, a right. trucking company uh -huh. and produce business, right. that's what I learned with them so that's why I went to this same industry. And I take it they, they have a business in a different part of the state? They, had a, they have a, their business in uh, Watsonville. Okay. The capital of Strawberry. Right, sure. So they had a, their big company and they were running around that time 100 trucks. Okay. 1998. Right. 
So I joined them. I learned there. Right. And then um, that's what uh, they were doing, you know. Why did you leave Watsonville and move to Bakersfield? I worked with them for eight, nine years. Right. After that, I got bored of the place, maybe. <laughs> right, sure. <laughs> and then I went to Sacramento, worked there, there sometime, and right. then I went to Fresno, worked with my cousins. So I learned all these experience from different companies. Right. And finally, uh, my wife, she's from Bakersfield. Okay. So my in-laws were here, so we started. She got a job right. here in Delano Hospital. Okay. So that's why, that was the reason. So I also moved here to Bakersfield, you know. When you moved to Bakersfield and you started the business here, did you set up shop or did you start out of your house? Or how did all that begin? I started uh, this business, me and Manjit Deol. My partner both. Okay. We started from his house. Okay. At that time, we had a one room, and I used to do dispatch from there. Okay. And Manjit used to still drive truck that time. Right. So we were trying to get a lot of friends helped us. They started working with us. Right. And slowly we started growing. You know. Ah. And how many trucks do you have now? Right now we have a ten trucks of our own. Okay. And we have like almost uh, 25 people working for us. 45 as, people? Uh, 25. Oh, 25. Okay. So they are the owner operators called, you know. Okay. They work with us. Right. Some works permanently with us. Sure. Some people come and go. Right, right. So average is 35 trucks, you know. 35 trucks. Yeah. It all started out of the living room, was it? Uh, it, we all started with two, three trucks, you know. Okay, right. Yeah. And then you you got to the point where you had to leave that. And you, you opened up or you moved into this location that you're in now. Why did you choose this location? We wanted to uh, maintain our equipment, own equipment. Okay. Manjeet uh, knows all about mechanic and all about the things in the problems in the trucks or trailers. Mm -hmm. So he said, we can fix our own things, you know, instead of going to someone else. Right. So he had all that knowledge. So that's why we wanted something. We can park our trucks. We can do the dispatch from there. And we can, you know, fix our trucks. So that cuts down on your costs. Yes, that reduces the cost because Manjeet was always busy uh, uh, to pick up a truck. Her driver used to drop in the yard. He has to pick up a truck, go to a shop. Right. Get it fixed, then again take a ride, again bring back to the right. to the yard. So he was wasting most of his time, precious time that way. Right. Uh, not making money, but spending money. <laughs> <laughs> sure, right, right. Wasting money, yeah. as it were. And you've grown into a couple different additional companies, haven't yes. you? Uh, first of all, tell us about the truck and trailer business. Truck. And trailer, we started with like trucks, you know, mm -hmm. the trucks. Right. Slowly, we get into like 10, 15 trucks. And when we were going 10, 15 trucks, we decided we have to, we have so much business, we have to give the business to other people too. Oh. So we started a brokerage company with ah. that. So we can get the loads and give the loads to the other people. And they can call us or we can give them more work. So that's three companies. 
And then third company we oh. started on 2022, we started this shop, Diesel Truck Tailor Repair. So that's three businesses under one yes, roof. Yes, one roof, yes. And did all this happen because you were trying to become more and more efficient? That's exactly. We're trying to save money. We try to do better business, give more opportunity to other people. Mm -hmm. Like we were sending our truck to repair shop. Right. They will tell you, okay, it's fixed today. No, we'll fix it tomorrow. We'll fix it. And you send these trucks to the dealers. Right. You don't know it's going to come in a week or two weeks or a month out of there. Right. So we wanted to make a shop like that. People call us. Hey, can you, I have to pick up a load and I need to fix right away these things. So that's what we decided, you know, we need our own shop. So if somebody call, we fix a truck within a time frame and let him go, he can make money. And that was the breakthrough. Yes. You, you came to the realization that you're wasting all this time, all this energy. Why don't we do it ourselves? Yes. If visionaries want to learn more about the three companies, DTX or, and the others, how do they get in touch with you? Uh, they can call us. We have a phone number, you know. Which is? 661-425-0000. Uh -huh. That's my cell phone. Okay. Direct line. And they can call MNG 661-429-0000. Okay. Or they can, for the shop purposes, they can go to our website. Okay. That's for shopdttr.us. Okay. For trucking, they want to driver want to apply for a job or something, mm -hmm. they can go to dtxinc.us. Okay. So that's our website for the trucking company. Okay. Yeah. And what about the brokerage? We never had made a website, but we try to make website for that. Too. <laughs> sure, it's it's coming. Yeah. It's coming. It's coming. And if you enjoy Small Business Celebration, go ahead and like, subscribe, and notify. And when we come back, we're going to talk about that growth. The growth from starting out at the house, starting off with one or two family members, starting with the trucking, and growing to 10 employees plus extra drivers and trucks. And how do you deal with all that? When we come, right back. The winter season is rapidly approaching, but are the tires on your car or truck ready for wet weather? Bakersfield's best tire store, Clarou Tire, has been serving families like yours for 80 years and installs and services the tires your family depends on when the wet weather comes. Give Clarou Tire a call at 661-324-6069 and ask them about what tire works best for you and your budget. Call Clarou Tire at 661-324-6069 or visit them at 530 East 21st Street in Bakersfield or at ClarouTire.com today. The wet winter weather is rapidly approaching. Call Clarou Tire at 661-324-6069 today. I'm here with Jackie Tuck, the co-owner of DTX Inc. And our visionary question comes from Stephen who asks, there is a big jump in managing five employees to 10 employees, and then again from 10 employees to 50. What are some of the pitfalls you overcame when you jumped past 10 employees? Uh, when I jumped to 10 employees, there wasn't a big change in me mm -hmm. before that because I had experience uh, of managing before because I used to work for my other companies. Right. But it's different 
when it's your uncle's company than when it's yours. Yes. <laughs> it's very different. Very different. So how, how, how is it different? It's a different is that then you have to face all the problems, you know, mm. and then you, a lot of laws, you know, you need to follow. Mm -hmm. uh, like if you have a less than five employees, you don't, like, you know, somebody's coming, not coming, it's okay. Right. But when you have a major company, you know, more than 20 employees, you know, or right. 50, and it's difficult to communicate with them each each every day. When small, you're communicating with everyone. Right, right. So that's the, when we have a big company, you know, I like uh, we're running around 35, 45 people talking to them. Right. You can't talk to everyone every day. So, but when you start getting past 10 employees, you can't. You can't. How do you work with that? Uh, I still try to call everyone, you know, mm -hmm. uh, at the end of one a day, one time. Or I pick some people, you know, a day. I'm going to call these two, three guys mm. today who's already home, not to call them, bother them, you know. Right, right. So that's been, you know, that's the way we're managing. One of the things you mentioned in the previous segment is that you learned from your uncles who started in Watsonville, you went yeah. to Sacramento, came down here. What brought you to the United States in the first place? Uh, my uncles were in the United States. My dad's sister she was in New York. Okay. And uh, so then they used to visit back to India, mm. tell all kind of stories about United States, a lot of opportunity. There's a lot of good quality of life here. Mm. So that in traveling in my mind all the time when I did my high school, you know, when I was in like fifth or sixth grade, my uncles were, my dad's like cousins were in England. Right. They used to go from UK back to India, right? So with nice clothes and all that. <laughs> sure, yes, yes. <laughs> some gifts, you know, right. some almonds and all that, you know. Right. And my cousin used to come and need to know, okay, okay, how's the states? What are the towns? What do we do there? How's right. New York? You know. Sure. And started watching English English movies, you know. Right. Hollywood movies, and right. you learn a lot of stuff from there, <laughs> <laughs> for better or worse. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I know. Yeah. Was the quality of life different there than it is here? Yes, there is a difference of quality of life. You awesome. know. It's like a better, you can say, weather here, better rules and regulation mm -hmm. on the road, mm -hmm. better food, mm -hmm. you know. Everything is have a quality of life here. Mm -hmm. Everybody had a dream there, you know, uh, to go come here, United States, or go to Australia, or go to uk or go to canada right yeah so it's not our from our homeland when we grew up everybody was somewhere you know right. some cousins were in canada somebody in uk so my family most was here so that's why i said i want to go to the united states you know when you came to the states and you started in watsonville which is very different than where you are in Punjab. yes <laughs> What struck you as being so different here? The best thing was here we were working uh, work and the weather in the Watsonville. Right. Right, right. on the beach and, uh, you know, going to the beach for running and, you know, staying in that part of the... It was really amazing. Right. And when we saw the stores, grocery stores here. Right. They were not like in India that time. Oh, yeah? How so? So everything was different there. Right, here. right. What inspired you to want to start your own business? 
because I was so much into the twerking. Okay. Because I was doing twerking. Right. So it's like it's in our kind of in DNA because my in Punjab also in India, right. Punjab is right. our state, you know. Right. So when we were there, there's a two things: farming, right, or transportation. So my uncles were doing same thing, transportation and farming. Mm. So that's what I had a more experience in transportation. Right. So that's what motivated me because I worked for so many companies too. So I thought, why not, why not start my own something, you know? Ah. And then I met Manjit and we decided to start together. So the big breakthrough for you was the question, why can't I? Yes. How did that change things for you? Change, uh, like I'm a, my own boss, right. first of all. Right. Second thing, I can give more opportunity to other people. I can give a quality of work to the other people. Right. One of the things you mentioned earlier is communication. Yes. And how communication changes the bigger your yes. business gets. Give me an example of communication gone awry when it comes to one of your truck drivers. Yeah, one of the truck driver I hired, uh, he, I don't want to mention his name. Right. Yeah, he made a one trip to Oregon, Washington, fine. Mm -hmm. He comes back, hey, Jaggy, I like this company. I want to work really good for you. He goes on the second trip, and then he went there like almost six hours late to the delivery. We finally managed to deliver the product. Right. After that, we gave him a break for a day so you can go sleep, rest. Let's pick up tomorrow. In the second place, he goes again. Like We're trying to chase him since morning. Where is he? Because we have a tracking system right. in the truck and trailer. You can track where the truck is going, what speed is going. Right. And we're trying to call him. He didn't, did a, don't answer. Right. And right. then we, me and my brother both are on the, all in the computer. We are texting him the address. Do you go on I-5 or you go on ID? Take this exit. Right. Then he's just circling around there. <laughs> so, so I have to find a different truck next day. <laughs> I sent a truck behind truck to chase. <laughs> yeah. So that's that's the funny story. I have. So finally we, you know, catch him. Right. And he still wants. He say, did I anything wrong? <laughs> I said, no, you did not did anything wrong, but give the truck and trailer to this guy. <laughs> Thank you very much. Don't call us. We'll yeah. call you. Yeah, I said, you come back home safely. And he came safely. And we did pay him for whatever the work he did. Right. Even he came all the way empty from there to California. Right. So we still, we take care of the drivers, you know. Right. They are human beings. I know. It's like you get good ones, you get bad ones, you know. When we come back, we're going to talk about relationships and building those relationships that can help you grow your business when you've had the breakthrough like Jaggy has. When we come right back. The reason we're talking with Jaggy today is because of the financial support that comes from visionaries just like you through our Patreon page. Simply go to patreon.com forward slash small business celebration, get the bonus material and also the game. So go to patreon.com forward slash small business celebration and get the information you need to get the breakthrough your business deserves today. I'm here with Jaggy Tut, the co-owner of DTX Inc. And our visionary question comes from Ahira who asks, 
there is a lack of awareness of the Sikh faith that is creating challenges in building outside relationships. What have you done to overcome this and grow your business? For that, we always, I try to, when I meet my customers, mm. I try to wear a turban, mm -hmm. always in a turban with them. Okay. And I talk to them about Sikhism. Okay. So I tell them what, who are the Sikhs. Right where we came from, okay. what we do, uh -huh. what our thoughts, mm -hmm. how we think about God. So that's the way they ask questions and I tell them. Okay. If I'm in the plane with anyone, right. I always chit chat. Okay. I'm not a guy who just sit and go to sleep. <laughs> sure. Like last time we flew to Texas uh -huh. for a ride. So I met a guy, he was an entrepreneur, he had his own software company uh -huh. and he was talking to me all the way about Sikhism. Right. So that way he said he learned a lot of stuff. So mm -hmm. I hope when you even like teach one guy about Sikhism, that whole family or his family friends will get that thing, you know, because he will educate his family. Right. Because one, one of the things that a lot of people have challenges with is... We look different. Yes. And this can be a real impediment to some people. And, and you have a very affable way of talking about that. How do you do that? It's very easy, you know. There is a one religion common in everyone. Right. That's a humanity. Right. If you are a positive and you will be positive, the wives go to the other people too. If they're even negative toward you, mm -hmm. but you are a positive, right. it's a communication with me. It right. starts and he will be from negative, he will turn into positive. Does this translate into your YouTube channel? Yes. Well, tell us about your YouTube channel. Our YouTube channel is uh, called Gurmat TV. Okay. G-U-R-M-A-T. Okay. TV. Okay. It's on YouTube available for everyone to ah, subscribe. Ah, fellow YouTuber. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and what kinds of things do you guys talk about on the channel? That's what we teach people in YouTube channel. There's a lot of uh, racism in India back home. Mm. There's a lot of racism in other countries, you know. So we try to tell people, you know, every human is the same. Everybody has the same red blood mm. flowing in them. Right. So we should be caring and helpful to others. Not there should be no room for the hatred. Right. That's what we teach on our channel. Is this what has led to your motorcycle club? Uh, yes, Sikhism is led to me the motorcycle club. And what is the name of the motorcycle club? Sikh Riders of America. Okay. So it's website too, SikhRiderOfAmerica.com. And you can see whatever is there on the website, whatever we did from 2013 mm -hmm. to now. And why do you participate in this club? You, you yourself? I participate because I want to do something for the community. Mm. Because this club was started in 2013 when there was a, in Oak Creek, there was a shooting. Mm. A guy went to the Gurudwara and he shot, he shot everyone. And I think seven people were dead there. Wow. So, and then they found that this guy thought this is a, you know, it's all Muslims are coming here. 
but he never knew the guy with the turbans are always Sikh. Right. The Muslims in this country, they don't wear turbans. Right. So they try to blend, first of all. Right. So what we people Sikh always keep our identity wherever we go. Right. Anywhere in the world. Right. So it doesn't mean if there is a, you know, mosque, you go and shoot. But at least we want to let people know we are different, you know, we have a lot of beliefs common with the Christianity too, right. you know, caring, taking care of other people, Right. all this. That's the reason we started Motorcycle Club, so we can communicate with more people. Mm. And that will be really, really successful. So we're raising money for our local enforcement here, you know, like Triple Line Foundation. Mm -hmm. Mad moms, you know, mother against drunk drive for them. Right. So we do all those things. And that's, I think it's my honor to be in that motorcycle club. And our president is Gurinder Basra. And he owns a lot of liquor stores and gas stations. Would you be able to be in this club had it not been for your business? No, I, I will be still in this motorcycle club if I'm not into the business too mm. because it's a fun I make a lot of friends there right and it's enjoyable you go to the motorcycle you ride right and we did a lot of rides in Texas when we wear a turban right. and ride because you don't have to wear helmet there right sure <laughs> yeah one of the things I always look forward to is when there's the Bakersfield Christmas Parade there yeah. you guys are. Yeah. <laughs> and I think it's absolutely wonderful. I, I always look forward to seeing you guys participate in the yes. parade. It's, it's always a joy. Yes. What makes you wake up every morning and open your business? It's a motivation hmm. to do something in your life, hmm. to do good work. Mm -hmm. So if you do work, then only you can make money. Hmm. If you sleep home, sleeping home you won't make money right so that's one of our first agenda of in our principles right yeah everyone everybody should work right so that way if you work obviously you'll be financially strong and if you're financially strong you can help other people the guy without work he cannot help anyone because he doesn't have a finance to he's just worried about his his own food but if you work hard, you make money, you can give that money to your, you know, brothers, sisters, or anyone you can help with it. That's what wakes me every day in the morning. I need to work and do my work best, help people, you know, with the work. Like a lot of people depend on me. They get job from us. Right. So if I don't do, do my job or don't wake up in the morning, come, so a lot of people will, if this goes down, every people jobs will go down too. Right. So that's what motivates me every day. This has been a real treat. This is, I've really enjoyed our conversation. If visioneers want to get in touch with you, how do they do that? They can call us on direct phone number. We have a direct phone line for DTX 661-665-8000. Or you can call me, my cell phone, 661-425-000. They can call me for anything for the business. Sikh is a student. He's a learner. 
Right. So Sikh is always, Sikh is always a Sikh until he die, because a person is always every day learning from someone. I learned two words from you today. Learned a lot from you today, because Thank you. you cracked a joke, but I learned from them. <laughs> that is true. That is true. Well, this again has been a real treat. Thank you for joining us here on Small Business Celebration. Thank you. I really appreciate Michael uh, giving your precious time here and coming and talking to me. And I really, really appreciate for your channel. A well wishes for your YouTube channel. And I'll be spreading this YouTube channel to other people let them know and uh, I have a lot of friends they are in different business and you can talk to them too and they have a great success stories in America and I'll be right back with my final thought the winter season is rapidly approaching but are the tires on your car or truck ready for wet weather Bakersfield's best tire store, Clarou Tire, has been serving families like yours for 80 years and installs and services the tires your family depends on when the wet weather comes. Give Clarou Tire a call at 661-324-6069 and ask them about what tire works best for you and your budget. Call Clarou Tire at 661-324-6069 or visit them at 530 East 21st Street in Bakersfield or at ClarouTire.com today. The wet winter weather is rapidly approaching. Call Clarou Tire at 661-324-6069 today. A tip worth meaning. Earlier this month, I celebrated my 50th birthday, and I celebrated it with friends and family and my wife, and we went to an amusement park, and my wife shelled out the extra cash, and it was a pretty penny, to go ahead and get us a VIP pass. And the pass was wonderful. We got to see things behind the scenes of the park that most guests don't get to see. We had a buffet that was just out of sight. And we were also taken to the front of the line on a lot of the most popular rides in the park. But what made the day super special was our guide. He was fantastic. And when we showed up for the day dressed up in costume for one of the park's most famous movies, he was absolutely enthralled because unbeknownst to us, we were dressed up as characters from his favorite movie. And that just set the tone for the whole day. And we went and saw things and did things that were absolutely magical and wonderful. But one of the things that he kept doing is he kept interjecting several things that were unique to him. Like he told us exactly where to stand that night for the light show so that we would see things that most park guests wouldn't see or notice. He also said, if you go to this place and you get this drinks combination, it's the best in the park. And boy, was he right. And on top of that, he was just boundless of energy and we had just so much fun. And at the end of the day, at the end of his shift, when he was saying his goodbyes, we gave him a tip. And the park's official stance on that is while tips are not encouraged or required, they are appreciated. And his reaction was special. He did not see this coming and he genuinely cried. 
it got me to thinking, as we go through our days, as we go through and coach our employees on how to treat customers and how to treat vendors and how to treat people in general, what are we doing to help encourage our people to do like this gentleman did at this amusement park? What can they do to make the, the experience of your customer extra special and get an unwarranted tip? A tip that is true with meaning. I hope you enjoyed our conversation this week here on Small Business Celebration. I hope you learned something that you can use today to grow a strong and profitable business. And we'll see you here again next week while we celebrate another small business making a big breakthrough. Thank you for listening to the Small Business Celebration Podcast. Some of today's music was brought to you by Ted Hammond, and you might find more of Ted's music at ReverbNation.com forward slash Ted Hammond. That's ReverbNation.com forward slash Ted Hammond. If you enjoyed this episode and gained some insight from it for your business, subscribe to the Small Business Celebration Podcast at iTunes.com forward slash Small Business Celebration and give us a five-star review. Also, if there's a business you'd like us to interview, reach out to us on LinkedIn and Facebook and let us know. Until next time, I'm your host, Michael Roberts of the Small Business Celebration Podcast, and we wish you a strong and profitable business.